Did you know Bold Commerce has some of the best apps to increase the size of almost all your orders? Maybe you're looking to run store-wide sales with countdown timers. Boom! Bold Discounts will run your scheduled promos with just a few clicks, no coupon codes required. Or maybe you're looking to maximize average order value. You could count on Bold Upsell, Bold Motivator, or Bold Bundles. With Bold Upsell, you can offer product upgrades, cross-sales, or complimentary products as free gifts. With Bold Bundles, you could boost average order value by bundling a few products or an entire collection so that your customers can mix and match items to get a discount. Now, hey, when was the last time you made an online purchase and saw a message like, spend 15 more dollars for free shipping? With Bold Motivator, you could do that same thing and more. Offer free shipping, free product, or even a percentage off the entire order. Pick and choose which apps are best for you, or use them all to boost conversion at an average order value. With free bold apps for 14 days, there's no excuse not to try and boost your sales this year. To get this special offer, go to boldcommerce.com slash Kurt. That's boldcommerce.com slash K-U-R-T. One of the most common questions I see from merchants is, which theme should I use? And this usually comes in the form of like, hey, which theme should I use for? And then they'll define kind of like what their, their niche, their vertical, their spaces. They're like, what theme should I use for an lifestyle apparel brand that only sells sleeveless t-shirts? Like they'll be very specific in what the brand is. And then, hey, well, which theme should I use? And I have my, my own feelings on that. And really it's like, well, it, the theme is a lot of window dressing and you, it's, it's a tool and you want your tools to work and be reliable. And so I say like, look, just get a theme from a trusted developer and you can't go wrong. But certainly uh, having done this for, for many years, there's, there's a nuance to it. There are things we look for and there's a lot of opinions and preferences and supposed best practices. And so in today's show, I'm going to be joined by a fellow Shopify agency owner who develops, uh, develops custom themes in a similar fashion as us and has been doing it for about as long as us. And so I think this will be a really good conversation to pick someone else's brain and figure out, okay, what are the approaches to themes? So if you've ever thought to yourself, well, which theme should I use and should I, should I use a, a custom theme, a, a free theme, a premium theme. What are, what are my options here? What is my, my path forward? That is what my guest today and I will be discussing. And so I'm joined today by Trudy McNabb from Up at Five. And uh, Up at Five is a, a Shopify agency she's been running for seven years now. And she's worked with WWF, uh, Canada Learning Code, Jenny Bird, and more. And she has a deep understanding of front-end and back-end development for uh, not just Shopify themes, but the web in general. She's even a mainframe developer. Oh my gosh. So, and uh, also has a, a Shopify app design packs that is entirely theme related. So we're certainly joined by someone who uh, has quite domain expertise here to help us out. But first, I'm your host, Kurt Elster. Tech nasty. And this is the unofficial Shopify podcast. Trudy, welcome. How you doing? Hello, I'm well. How are you? So you got all right. You you're, you're a Shopify partner, right? Mm-hmm. And you've been doing that seven years. Yep, seven years. So, 
what is the number one right theme? Be all, end all theme. One answer only. Just pick a theme. Go. <laughs> That's what people want to know. They're like, just what's the right theme? Is that question problematic? That is problematic. I think, I mean, I don't think there's any right answer. I, I think I switch my answer every time I use a theme. Um, I was, so I say pick it for the, the product page. Whatever you, the, what product page you like, pick it. Specifically speaking, the product carousel, um, that is the most difficult to change. And that, um, then go for the mega menu, whatever mega menu you like, and then the slide out cart. Those are the three things. Everything else can be changed. I will say you're right. When we have had to customize themes, if it's like, oh, we have to change functionally how the the light box, so like the pro, the the image viewer, the media viewer that's on the product page, that oftentimes it's like, well, we may as well just give up and write it over from scratch, and then like that can yeah. create that casts issues elsewhere unforeseen. Um, but like that, it's like, all right, it's not my favorite thing to do. And it makes it can make the theme fragile. The the other the one that I a hundred percent agree with is the drawer cart. If you have to mess with a cart, the drawer cart, mini cart, whatever it is, that's where like things start to get a little weird. <laughs> so it's you, true. Yeah. Like some styling you can do, like some just CSS styling you can do, but when you get into changing the functionality of that slide out cart, it gets messy. And I think, all right, so we're already into some good ex advice from uh, theme development veterans. So number one is like certain layouts and, and features are more, uh, I say fragile, as in like just because you could do it doesn't mean it's going to be necessarily reliable. And all right, so like the light box on a product page can make trouble. For sure, changing how cart drawer carts function, because it's like this it's a, it's a mission critical piece, right? Like if I can't get through the cart, I'm not buying. And uh, there's a fair amount of Ajax functionality in there. And like that is also yeah. what kind of makes it weird. But you're saying you're like, all right, styling, we have to separate style and functionality. So it's like style, content, yes. function. Function is where you get yourself into trouble. Yes, because these things permeate through the whole theme and cut as, yeah, you're all right. The, the eight, the slide out carts because they're built primarily with JavaScript, the light boxes on the product page. Um, these things are functionality and the product page is also the style. It's hard to change the style. If you want to go from certain types of like a slider to like gallery style with thumbnails that can, sometimes the themes will give you both options, but if you have to start messing with that, it does make it fragile because, um, especially with mobile and you want your mobile to be um, particular. That's another thing. Definitely. I would suggest merchants look at the mobile version before they make a decision. It's funny how like I can look at my analytics all day. We all look at our analytics. Like I know people, they do like the real time view on the analytics, which that's the, the quickest path to madness. Um, but our analytics, your analytics are going to say, Hey, you've got, 85% of people are on mobile. That would be low. 90% of people on mobile. More typical. 95. All right, you're skewing toward Gen Z. And yet, <laughs> as web professionals, which is what an e-commerce merchant is, and, and ourselves included, we're like super pros. So we got I got my desktop, my external monitor, I got my my mechanical keyboard sitting. I've got 
all the stuff that my users are never using and like that's how I view the web it's such an easy mistake and trap yeah. to fall into I feel like my new year's resolution was like I'm gonna do everything on mobile and by like June uh, I had to start reminding myself again right should we even be looking at desktop anymore Almost no. Yeah, that is one of the things. And I especially like I don't do design. So I'm working with a lot of external designers and the client, the designers and us uh, like as well. Yeah, we do fall into that trap of looking on desktop and making really custom things that look great on desktop. And then you kind of like, well, how are we going to pull this off on mobile? And all of the interesting design elements sometimes just disappear. And we should really be doing design like mobile first design to make it still interesting on mobile. Absolutely. And I like, I find you get creative solutions when you have constraints and mobile gives us the most constraint. Cause it's like, all right, it's single column and your input device is a thumb. Have fun, right? Like it really changes and simplifies things, but it also puts a lot of constraints on it. And so then like, all right, once you have that, can you translate that to desktop? Well, all right, getting it to work on desktop, if it works on mobile, uh, usually usually easier than going the other way around. It's true because people a lot of the times forget that you can't have hover effects on um, mobile. So they'll create these elaborate hover effects that work on uh, desktop that are like, you know, showcasing the product very nicely. And then we'll get to mobile and we're like, okay, well, what are we doing here? Because the, that hover effect is no longer an option. Uh, the answer is all that stuff goes away because it was just, yeah. I don't know, novelty gimmick to begin with. Like, it's cool. Yeah. And then, like, you very quickly get bored or annoyed with it. <laughs> you want to focus on, like, the path to purchase more. Like, that. Like when you're focusing on looking at a theme, it's like path to purchase and functionality and mobile. But most people are sort of, or a lot of people will kind of get distracted by, like, fancy little animations and things which are nice they give a sleek view but um shouldn't be your primary focus when looking for a theme i think the cart also like the product gallery on mobile and everything um is also really good to look at because that's like where you're showcasing off your product the most so if install my i spin up my shopify store it comes with a theme installed dawn dawn which is like the, the cornerstone of the the theme universe because it's like this is your your default base this is how shopify says is the right way to do things and when you follow the right way to do things well suddenly like all these other features and even features coming down the pipeline that you didn't necessarily know about will often just like be more readily available work the way they were intended why not just you know, stick keep it simple stupid and just stick with the theme they handed to me that is you know hand, made by the mothership and guaranteed to work right it's true you know what i'm actually quite a fan of dawn i think it works great i think they made it very developer friendly so from my perspective like breaking into the javascript is quite simple so i think dawn is not a bad place to start especially if you don't know what to do the thing that you're not going to get is all the premium features Fast, simple, easy to use, easy to pick up. But the way you got to that place was it stripped down. Like it just doesn't have, yeah. compared to the other themes that I might pay 300 bucks for, it's not going to have the same level of features and functionality. Um, any examples off the top of your head? Well, so I, I'm trying to 
remember exactly what's in Dawn. I think so. The free shipping banner probably isn't included with the, all of the functionality that you would get in a premium theme. But I'm not a hundred percent sure because I haven't because I feel like Dawn it keeps updating too. That's true. And there's a you got the theme updater now in the Shopify theme editor. And like if you're on Dawn and you have not cut it up in some way, the theme updater will just work. It's very cool. One of the biggest problems before with Dawn was it didn't have a mega menu. I believe they've come out with a mega menu, which is probably still not as good as the other, the premium theme mega menus. The slide out carts, like oftentimes they'll have a lot of features, like a shipping calculator feature and stuff. Like they'll have like a lot more features in the slide out carts for premium themes. And often things you can get these with apps, but then you're, you end up spending like, you know, $10 on this app, $10 on that app, and it adds up quite a bit. So usually the premium themes are probably worth it. Yeah, it's easy to go like, all right, there's a, I got Dawn, which is free, and it's, it's there. I don't have to do anything. Um, the, there are other free themes, which I would imagine are mostly like, these are forks of Dawn. Um, yeah. Don't quote me on that. And then there, <laughs> uh, and then we, we jump to the premium themes. Where we're gonna pay, like I would say, like three hundred is a fairly, like two to four hundred is the range. We're just gonna say like about three hundred is where you want to put that budget line item. So I've got like I could I could start with Dawn, and if you have never messed with a Shopify store, you don't know what you're doing. Don't make yourself crazy. I think by trying to use other themes, if you start with Dawn, the simplicity of it makes it much easier to get up to speed with. And then when you start to feel limited by it, you'll know it's time. Okay, I'm ready to jump to the next thing as opposed to like, yeah. if I'm going to start with the Ferrari and I'm going to learn to drive on that, like I'm, if I'm starting learning to drive stick in a Ferrari, you're not going to have a good time, right? You want the student driver car. That's what Dawn is. It is our very reliable Toyota Corolla. It's true. I've had people come who don't have any stores whatsoever and want a fully custom theme. And I talk them off the ledge. I'm like, mm, start with something, test out your, your product first and find out what you actually need before you start paying for a fully custom theme. And I get like why, why people think that's the way to go. But I think the larger issue is you don't know what you don't know. And so to throw all this money into a custom theme because getting a custom theme designed and developed is going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars, potentially, you know, 20, 30, 50, that those are not unusual prices to pay. And if you've not just played with like the free versions or the premium versions at a fraction of that, ugh, yeah, it's, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to learn a lot of lessons in a very expensive fashion. I think restraint in terms of like how much you're spending is sometimes difficult or what you want. People want everything a hundred percent right out the gate. And I'm like, start slow, get the free theme, then a paid theme. Yeah, Once you like know a hundred percent. A progression here that really, it helps you learn, but it helps you figure out like what you do and don't want. So right, I go from Dawn, I've got the other free themes, which I rarely mess with. They're fine. I used to use them regularly. And like they'll be similar to Dawn in terms of like scope and features, but really like styling has changed. Like one of the things I like about Dawn, quite unstyled, quite unopinionated in its look. It's like this is just yeah. straight utilitarian functionality. That if that's what you're looking for, it's awesome. Then yeah. we move to we got our other free themes, which are the functionality doesn't really change, but the look changes. And so if you find one that's got a product page, a cart that looks the way you want, fabulous. And then when I start feeling limited by that, I'm going to start looking at premium themes. And premium themes, all right, I pay a few hundred bucks for it. Same deal, it's available in the Shopify 
app store or sorry, Shopify theme store. What do you look for in those? Do you have a few favorites? Because I can't look at the code until I purchase it. That's sort of a limiting factor sometimes. Um, one thing Anne has recommended to me was Focal because she says that the the code in the back end is very developer friendly. I'm mostly looking like what is the client need and what is their um, what's like the thing that they're going to want or what does their product facilitate requiring, and then again just look at the product page and be like, is this going to fulfill the requirements and their design? Um, requirements and everything else can be rebuilt. All of the the homepage can be rebuilt. The mega menu can be rebuilt, but I find it to be it's also painful. questionable. Yeah. Well, because the mega menu both like rebuilding it is, can be tough, but then it really is in an intense amount of uh, theme settings and like sections and blocks. Yeah. If it's online store 2.0 to make that thing work right, and so like the complexity of a mega menu once you have to make it like they're a no code solution where any person could just use the theme editor drag and drop that's a tall order to get right yeah so generally i pick probably three to five themes maybe less depends and um give it to my client and then ask them what they like but then i'll have a meeting and be like what do you like about it and if they just pick some random section that like i could just build really quickly i'm like don't worry about that like focus on these aspects of what you're looking for. And then we, everything else can be done. Um, but yeah, mega menu, slide out cart, product page. I think those are things to focus on. I try to uh, focus my clients and not let them get too distracted because sections, well now with online uh, 2.0, I feel like it's just made my life a million times easier. Oh, jingle bells, when click up sales can grow your store today. Oh, what fun it is to make more revenue right away. I interrupt this podcast with breaking news. O-C-U-O-C-U. This holiday season, Zipify One Click Upsell, aka Zipify OCU, can increase your Shopify revenue 10 to 15% overnight. Created by the owner of a $165 million brand and trusted by over 12,000 Shopify merchants, One Click Upsell helps boost your average order value with targeted upsells and cross-sells. And with mobile-optimized offer pages that drive sky-high conversions and built-in split testing for maximizing your results, it's no wonder One Click Upsell has made its users an extra $393 million in sales. And it only takes a few minutes to install Install the app, launch your first upsell, and start generating 10 to 15% more revenue overnight. To start your free trial in time for the holidays, go to zipify.com slash Kurt. That's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash K-U-R-T. And to get an unadvertised gift, email help at zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech so on our, our premium themes, it, like it's the same deal as shopping for the free theme, but I know I'm I'm gonna get more out of it. As far as like development goes, there are there's trusted developers. Like um, I know you mentioned, Ann Thomas likes uh, Maestro's Focal a lot. We've used that for a bunch of custom themes this year, um, including Overtone Hair Care, and I would agree with her assessment. Like really solid as a premium theme, but also fabulous uh, to develop custom themes on. And the other one we've used this year uh, for a couple projects, uh, Out of the Sandbox is Turbo, which like that changed how we looked at custom themes. We're like, oh, this makes life much easier. And that was years ago. And so now it's nice to like there are 
um, other themes that are are equally well coded as that one. But I think yeah, that's part, true. Like, I'm a big fan of Flex as well. Oh yeah, I yeah can't leave Flex out in the cold. Flex is good too, <laughs> and really like took that like was aimed at hey you're you're an agency building you turning premium themes into custom themes. Like Flex was built with that idea in mind, where Turbo was not necessarily. That just happened to be what we were using it for at the time. When I'm shopping for themes, I can get them from the Shopify theme store where like they go through a vetting process that is just brutal. Like you have to work the minefield to get through that. It's, they are highly selective. And, or I can go to the theme forest that will take like any old garbage and sell it. What's the right answer? <laughs> Always trusted. I mean, I, I never like to throw developers under the bus because, you know, people are working under constraints. So when I look at code and it's not that great, I'm like, I understand what was happening here or something. But a designer friend of mine was working with a theme that they, I don't know where they bought it, but they asked me to make some slight changes and I wanted to pull my hair out. It was crazy. And I was like, never use this theme again. It was like template just monster by, stuff. Yeah, it was just like, go to, just pay the 300 bucks or use Dawn, but just don't just, I mean, I'm sure there's some good themes out there, but like you don't know. And if you can't really see the code until you've purchased it, it's, it's a little bit dangerous, but I've seen some hot messes out there. Well, sometimes you'll get a case where it's like, well, this was clearly a theme that started life like elsewhere. Like this was a WordPress theme <laughs> and then someone chopped it up and through force of will and dark magic got it to work in a in the Shopify theme editor, but really this is not what it was intended for. Like you figured out real quick, or like the person is an experienced theme developer but doesn't have Shopify theme experience, so it just starts making weird choices. Yeah, in terms of that one time, I saw a custom theme that was built. Everything was built in the index, and it just was like if page equals product, yeah. if page <laughs> equals it. Like just, I was like, what is happening? Get that yeah. like time to first bite, really jack that up. No more core fail core web vitals properly yeah so i mean definitely stick with either like i mean when out of the sandbox was selling a few themes outside of the theme store they're trusted I, they're a trusted developer though it's like the developer has yeah. themes in the shopify theme store so they get a pass but just theme forest or any old theme i unless you really know what you're doing or you know something particular or you've experienced it before i would stay away yeah and there's like I'm, there are legitimate themes in there but at the same time you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And like in most of them, really, there's there are going to be some trade-offs. And like for sure, I mean, we've done like some template monster themes. I was like, I don't, I'm amazed this works like at all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like just save yourself the heartache and stick to the Shopify theme store or developers that sell in the theme store. So, all right, I've got free theme. I've got premium theme. I've got the, the specter of third-party themes, which like don't go there. And then on top of that, we have custom theme. What is a custom theme? How are we defining that? Okay, so a custom theme is something that you get designed and developed specifically for your store alone by a developer. And does that start when we say that? So it's like they have to, they have a blank slate. They open up their text editor of choice, just clean slate, blank, blinking cursor, and they just start typing. They're like, all right, theme.exe, go, and boom, custom theme. Like, we're, are we writing the whole thing from scratch? Well, okay. So I previously, um, well, I mean, I think I started off using Timber back in the day. Timber, as oh my, my gosh. Uh, star, <laughs> as my starter theme, which then we moved to Slate. I don't know if there's something between Timber and Slate, but Slate is what I've been using. 
Oh, right, skeleton, like, yes. All right, if timber has too much, they're skeleton. Yes, because timber was very sort of a design opinionated or a little too design opinionated for people. Uh, skeleton, for the most part, I used slate, um, which was very design unopinionated, but still had, I guess, like the basics out of the box. It also had compilers, which I liked at the time because I was integrating a lot of React into just particular pages. Um, and that came out of the box with Slate. So yeah, so also probably a lot of um, agencies have their own starter theme. I think nobody likes to start anything from scratch, but yeah, so, I mean, there's sort of like the universal, but I've been using Slate. I'm not using Slate anymore because they're no longer supported. And although some people have made hacks, I'm a little bit nervous about it. So I stopped using Slate as my starter theme. Our approach to custom theme, I mean, we used to use like Skeleton and Slate and then eventually figured out like, you could just take a good premium theme that you like and cut that up. And then you end up keeping like all these bonus templates and features. Um, and now, you know, today's sections that you would have otherwise had to either drop, which is often what, like if you're going from scratch, what happens um, or uh, just, you know, have never included at all. And so it's nice to yeah. be able to not do that work and like have all these, like, you know, you're starting with well a theme that says this has everything and now we're going to chop it up to make it look the way we want with the trade-off being like, all right, the theme developer can no longer, the original theme developer cannot and should not support it. And a theme updater is going to hurl if you try and make it update. Yeah, it's true. So that's what I've been doing now since 2.0 and I gave up on Slate. I've actually just been doing that, like premium themes or Dawn in some cases, and then just customizing it fully from there. I, also with the GitHub integration, it's made it a lot easier as well, just the whole flow of everything. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've moved from, you know, more or less like straight sort of more custom or like I'm building everything from scratch to starting with the theme and then customizing it from there. And we do a lot like the custom, it's custom in the sense that it's completely unrecognizable from the original theme. Like there's a lot of customizations, but it's still like based on a theme. I'm also using my own app design packs as well. And that's making my life a lot easier. So all right, I want to hear, you mentioned online store 2.0, you mentioned design packs, which really like online store 2.0 makes design packs work as well as it does. It, for people who aren't familiar, and I still, even though Online Store 2.0 really took off this year, people don't necessarily know what it is or know what the difference is. So what's going on there with, with OS 2.0? Like, I know my OS 2.0 themes are way faster. <laughs> what else? Yeah, so I think from a merchant perspective, um, it's way easier to manage themselves, which again, my philosophy is I like to build something that the merchant can just take and manage themselves and they don't have to come back to me for too much. Um, so like the biggest and most probably obvious difference for them is that every page now kind of works like the homepage where you can like just add any section from the theme and drag and drop it and control it like you can the homepage. So that's the sections everywhere part of 2.0, which I think is like the biggest win maybe for everybody, but definitely the merchants. Yeah. The other thing that, oh, I was going to say the other thing with that is that you can like make page templates and then in the theme editor yourself, just create new te 
templates based on those existing ones. So again, that's a huge win for the merchant because they no longer have to get a developer to do this. They can just go in and do it themselves pretty easily. It's a no-code solution. So in the past, so like the individual components of a page that I wanted to pick, it's like, this is the carousel. This is the the FAQ. This is my, my logo slideshow, whatever the heck. And those were written into and like part of each page. So it's like the home page had its own sections. The content contact page had its own sections. That is no longer the case. Now in, in an online store 2.0 theme, we changed the structure of how they're written. And the result is the themes load faster. And like going from OS1 to OS2, when I switch between two stores with that should be similar, like OS2 is now noticeably faster to me. So like, boom. And everyone's concerned about speed. Slow site doesn't help. Fast site doesn't hurt. And so, I, all right, I like that as my, like, immediate win. And then now, if a section is available on the homepage, well, I could use it on a product page. I can use it con- wherever. Like, they just exist throughout. And apps can write into and add sections. So, no, like, I'm just doing a lot less code work in general, um, either myself or paying for it. And then, you're right, in the past of, like, they would be like, all right, here's your FAQ template. Well, what if I had more than one FAQ page? And I have to duplicate the template with different names. So, like, that's I got to do a little bit of code. I have to know enough to be dangerous. Ah, now I can apply it. Uh, now I could do all of everything can happen in the theme editor, which makes life way better, way easier. At this, like, it took some time for our theme for themes and developers to catch up to. This is the OS2 functionality, and we understand it and implement it, and it works. For sure, I think everybody is there. So if you're still on that OS 1.0 theme uh, and you're happy with it, fine. But if you're looking for an excuse to upgrade, like it's already here, it's happened. It's true. One thing to note, too, is that you can actually just start getting the functionality of 2.0 in your 1.0 theme. (laughs) You can just add a JSON template to your theme and then start using like in your 1.0 theme and it'll work just like 2.0. So I had seen that like when you make a template, it'll go, is this liquid or JSON? Like, okay, well, that's interesting. What happens if I mix these two? And I don't think I've ever done it. But so they'll just you could mix and match. Well, the the advantage is that you get the um, you can get the 2.0 functionality, but you don't have to update your whole theme immediately. Like especially right now when we're going into like you know BCFM time, maybe making a whole overhaul is like too time consuming. You're not going to get it done in time, so you can maybe start making some landing pages or updating your about page or doing certain things um, right now without having to like fully make change, like fully commit to making a whole theme change. I didn't even realize that this was an option. I mean, I, I guess I did. I just had, I was like, I'm not going to attempt this. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we started, I, I love playing with things. Like as soon as something comes out, I'm like, what can we do with this? So, um, where was I going? Have you ever done any headless builds? Um, I have done a few and I've, I've played around with it on my own. Um, I'm not like the biggest fan of headless. <laughs> That's damning, damning praise at best. <laughs> Just say you don't like it. It's fine. I'm like, I'm, it has its place, but uh, I haven't, I've yet to actually run into one of those instances. And we moved to store off headless back onto Shopify. <laughs> so I think first and foremost, if you're going to go headless, you kind of probably want to have like a developer in-house at least to manage it because i think what you're really losing with headless is like the ability for the merchant to just go in and make changes on the fly in the editor easily so that's my biggest issue with it is like 
it's not very manageable for the merchant after the fact. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that one. All right, headless, eh, not a big fan, and you know, don't do it unless you've got access to a a theme developer, like not even a theme developer, a developer full time. Like you need your own staff at that point. And, and some people do it; they can support it, and they've got some special functionality that requires it. But at the same time, if you were ready for that, you absolutely would not be listening to this conversation. That's just, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you would have moved well beyond us. I got free theme, premium theme, custom theme. Are there, what are the trade-offs between those three? Okay, so the, the free, obviously free is the biggest uh, um, selling point. The best place to start if you're just starting off, like you don't necessarily want to make a huge investment. You kind of want to play around, find out what you can do, find out what you need and start there. So that's the pro of the free. The con is obviously it has the least amount of features. And it's not going to be, you know, you're kind of getting like the out of the box, what everybody else has. Um, the premium is you're getting a f- very flexible theme, most likely that's out of the box, can have a lot of features and is going to be a great choice for many people. And they're quite flexible because they've been built for every situation. Like a th- premium theme is built for, you know, you to just be able to use whatever products you have, whatever images you have, like they have options to set up. The thing with the custom theme is that what you're going to get is exactly what you want. You're going to get like the exact design you want. You're going to get the exact features you want. It's not going to be as flexible because you're just, it's being built for exactly what you want and nothing more. And it's, so it's, it's often going to rely on like need. It's only going to look good if you have the exact images that the designer decided, like the exact image ratios. Like it's, it's going to be very specific. It's not going to be as flexible to change. Um, and I mean, it, yeah, it's going to be built with sections so you can add sections, but like the options within the theme aren't going to be as flexible. Oftentimes, like I won't necessarily give them color options either. If it's, especially designers, like things to be exactly, they don't want to give the client a lot of options. To yeah. They're like, look, we got it right change. the first time. You don't need to fiddle with it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's less fle- like custom themes are less flexible, but more exactly what you want. So they're the perfect option for when you've been selling and you know exactly what you want and you have a recognized brand and you want your store to be like a hundred percent that brand. I'm kind of like now into the hybrid where it's like premium theme plus custom. Me too. It's like you get the best of everything. Yeah. And also in, instead of like headless, if somebody needs something, I'll do like a little single page application, a page. Like I'm now a huge, I used to use React a little bit more, but now I'm just sort of straight in Vue.js to make a single application or like a single page application and just one page of the store. Accidents happen. Maybe you installed an app and it messed up your theme or a store collaborator deleted product images by mistake. Common myth. Shopify is a backup that you can use when something goes wrong with your store. Untrue, they don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind to equip your Shopify store with automated backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your own magic undo button. Trusted by over 100,000 businesses, from side hustles to the biggest online retailers like Nix and Movement Watches. It's even a Shopify Plus certified app. Best of all, visit rewind.com slash Kurt Elster and get a 30-day free trial. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Find 
it in the Shopify app store or visit rewind.com. So tell me about, you've done a lot of, a lot of like advanced theme customization where you're, you're pushing the envelope um, using things like Vue and React. G- give me a few examples. I'm curious. So right now I'm working on one that's like a, a quiz and it's like a step through quiz, but like you don't want it. Like it looks like every question is its own page, but you don't want it to actually be its own page because you need to like keep track of all that information that the user's inputting and then give them a response. So I'm using Vue.js to just like create. So it looks like multiple pages, but it's actually just one page. That's pretty cool. You can, <laughs> they even know how to do that. Oh my gosh. To, to take a, a one-to-many approach, you have turned some of these brilliant ideas into an app called Design Packs. What the heck is it? Okay, Design Packs is basically a repository of a bunch of sections that you like might get in a theme, but might not. Because often, so, and you probably get this a lot, like people will come to you and be like, I like this theme, but I also like this theme. Can we just put them together? And like, that's not actually something you can do, surprisingly. Yeah, try to make that happen. (laughs) really <laughs> yeah because you end up being like i should have just built this from scratch yes, always you're like hey the time i saved the time i saved by repurposing this code i would have been better off just writing it from scratch yeah exactly so so um we had this idea of like what if you could just make sections that you could just add to any theme so they're self-contained all the styling is there all the javascript is there they're like they're not going to mess with any of the rest of the theme they don't have to be related so then like just take the most common elements that are in different themes and allow them to be added to any theme. I have played with it. I love it. It's especially if you're like, all right, I know I'm feeling limited here, but I don't want to, I don't want to pay a developer. I don't want to give up my theme necessarily. Like for whatever reason, this really gives you a nice, um, a, a easy, inexpensive way to expand theme functionality without giving up your theme. Even if you have a custom theme where you go like, look, I got too much into this thing. Ah, Yeah. Like any scenario in which you're going like, I want to keep my theme, but also I want these new sections. It really seems like design packs is the, the sane solution there. It really is. Yes. And I feel like also if you want, if you're on a 1.0 theme and you want to get to 2.0 functionality, just adding one of our templates is a JSON template. And you can just start from there. You can just add any template and start like changing the sections inside. Even if, even if that template's not the one you want, you just like add it. You can start adding and removing sections immediately. And then you can start duplicating those templates. And then all of a sudden you just have like 2.0 functionality in your 1.0 theme. And as developers, I know that we are like, just upgrade your theme. You're going to get so much like useful things. But when you talk to merchants, they're like, have so many other things that they want to do. Like, t- like updating their theme is not necessarily um, their top priority because they're working on marketing and sales and products and like all these other things. And I feel like that, like from my perspective, I'm like, just upgrade your theme and you'll be happy. But from a merchant's perspective, it's like, that's a lot of work and like, you know, a lot of time spent that they could be spending on other things, especially when they're trying to run a whole business. It's true. Okay. How many, well, how many sections are in design packs? What am I paying for here? Um, okay. So, well, we've been adding five sections a month since we started. So I think we're up to like 120 to 130, somewhere around 120 to 130 sections. We also take requests 
and the most common requests will just build into sections, which end up being our most popular sections. And a lot of the time they're simpler than we thought. Like we were thought that people would want like the high function ones. And some people are like, can we get a grid? And we're like, yeah, here's a grid. <laughs> and it becomes so popular. We're like, don't most themes have a grid? But I guess ours is just a little bit more like maybe there's a few more, you know, settings that people just like. And so as far as pricing goes, and like, you know, we're recording this one, so if this changes, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> you have a free plan, and then there's like just yeah. a, a single $25 a month uh, price if I want unlimited everything. What am I getting on the free one? So on the free one, you get um, a simple FAQ section, and you get an about with photo frame. So it's like just a cute little about uh, section with like text and image. Um, and then you also get the option to do custom CSS that gets inserted into your theme. If you know a little, our like design hacks is also created for those people who like anybody can use it, but if you know, just a little bit of CSS to be dangerous, uh, you're going to love it. So there's like custom CSS you can add on the, uh, paid plan. You get all the sections plus the ability to add custom fonts. Okay. So recapping here, free theme going to be easy to use and free and fast <laughs> the trade-off being to get there we're limited on uh, features sections etc but excellent starting point um, and no shame in using it or using it as a place to start customizing in between then we move up to premium themes and premium themes like you want to get it from the shopify theme store or from a developer that sells in the shopify theme store cost you a few hundred bucks but like dramatically increases the number of features, sections, layouts, templates. Like it, is, it will be vastly more configurable, customizable to what you want than a free theme. But that also introduces significant complexity. So if like you are starting as a f first time, logged into Shopify for the first time, and you fire one of those themes up, it's going to be intimidating straight up. And so it's better like just play with the free one, get a sense of it. And then when you feel limited, that's when you go to the premium theme. Premium theme now, all right, now we're cooking with gas. With that premium theme, I could really get a lot done. If I'm moving to online store 2.0, now I've got sections everywhere and it's quick and it's nice and I like it. And now it, with some experience, if that's starting to limit me, and it's probably not going to be on features or functionality, it's going to be on like, we really have a very specific idea in mind for branding. Aha, now that's where I want to go to a custom theme. And the reality is I think at this point, most custom themes are a hybrid approach where there are going to be either a, an agency or developer's own uh, custom-based template that they're starting from that they use for everything or an existing theme that they know really well, an existing premium theme, and then, all right, we're going to put custom templates on top of that to get where we want. And then if you need even, you want to get even crazier than that, then, all right, we could start uh, adding like custom uh, reactor view JS components to it. And then from there we go to headless, at which point you have full-time uh, people to manage the website on your team. Okay. That's like the full journey <laughs> of where you could go yes. with developing this stuff. And there is not a wrong answer. Like the, you will know which one is the right for you, which one feels right for you is probably based on that explanation. The one that is correct. Now, if I want to learn more about Trudy, where do I go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, up at five, up at five.ca. Yeah. 
is the site. You got that in the show notes. And then we have uh, your app design packs. If you search design packs in the Shopify app store, it'll come up. Uh, and then you write for codeshopify.com as well. Yep. Excellent. Any parting thoughts? So much pressure. Um, <laughs> um, 2.0 is really... I think changed the game in terms of themes. And I mean, sort of, I mean, take you away from the need to have developer, which is me, but making it a lot more useful for merchants, <laughs> which is great because I love to just hand things off to merchants and not have to, uh, you know, uh, continuously do updates. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, online store 2.0. I have drank the Kool-Aid, I have fully embraced it, and it has made everyone's life easier on both sides of the table. I know. Don't even get me started on Metafields. <laughs> oh, man. Metafields. The coolest ever. Trudy McNabb, Up at Five, and uh, Design Packs. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hold up. Stop what you're doing. Go log in your Shopify store. You there yet? Okay, check your apps. How many do you have installed right now? More important, how much money are you paying for those apps every month? Here's the reality. Most Shopify store owners are managing dozens of marketing apps, but you don't necessarily need all those apps to drive sales. That's why I recommend my friends at Privy. With the Privy app, you can take advantage of at least five apps in one. Manage all your website conversion, list growth, email, and SMS marketing all in one place. Yes, that also includes features like countdown timers, cross-sell campaigns, free shipping bars, abandoned cart emails, you name it. This thing is powerful. So save the time, money, and headaches from toggling between dozens of apps and get Privy today.